If you want to make money, you've got to think of yourself not as a coach or a consultant, but as an educator and as a digital marketing educator. Because when you're out there educating people, that's what draws attention. People have this love-hate relationship with marketing, but marketing is simply a love letter to your ideal client, letting them you know that you know where they're at, how they're feeling, because you've been there too, and you found a way to get them to more pleasure and peace. Welcome to the Ad Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we're on a mission to end entrepreneurial unhappiness. If you're an entrepreneur with a burning desire to change the world, this podcast is for you. We're here to help you transform your life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and fulfillment you crave. This show is dedicated to entrepreneurs who want more out of their life, more meaning, more purpose, and ultimately, more happiness. You deserve it all and it's possible. I'm your host, Robert Peterson, pastor turned life coach for business owners. I believe that success without happiness is not true success at all, but there's always hope for those who are willing to take action. Join us every week as we bring you inspiring leaders and messages that will help you on your journey towards success. Thank you for investing your time with us today. Let's get started. Our guest today is the creator of the revolutionary One Belief Away hypnosis method that rapidly frees people from past trauma and self-sabotaging unconscious belief. Tim Schur is an award-winning speaker, author of five books, including One Belief Away, and the founder of the Practice Accelerator Masterclass that helps coaches and consultants quickly grow their practices. Tim Schur joins Robert to discuss hypnosis, mindset, and the way stories we tell ourselves hold us back. Some of the stories we don't even remember can be holding us back from being our best selves. Tim reveals how hypnosis helped him and revolutionized his coaching. Now he helps others get out of their own way to find their own success. Well, Tim, thanks so much for jumping on the show today. I'm looking forward to just a a great conversation. Yes, thank you, Robert. I'm so excited about uh, the conversation that we're about to have and the tips and strategies that are going to help your listeners to have tremendous breakthroughs in uh, their business and their life. Love that. All right. Typically have our guests just start with their own entrepreneurial journey. And I know you started in vacuum cleaner sales. So tell us, (laughs) tell us how that's led to where you are now. Yeah. With Carl, I was like 18 years old and uh, Carl was an entrepreneur. He sold uh, vacuum cleaners. Of course they were home cleaning systems as Carl would say. Yes. And uh, I would go, door to door and try to sell these vacuum cleaners. And uh, he, what, what remind, I learned a lot from Carl uh, about how to be an entrepreneur, even though at the time I didn't know what that was. And he said that um, I'd come in every morning and he'd say, Tim, how you feeling? And I'd be like, I'm all right. He's like, no, you're fantastic. I'm like, all right. And I thought Carl was weird. Right. And then every day he would do it. How you feeling, Tim? Oh, I'm doing good. No, you're fantastic. Well, he kept doing this. And so it started, you know, catching on. So pretty soon I'd come in and he'd be like, Tim, how you doing? And I'd be like, Carl, I'm fantastic. He's like, yeah, you are. And then I go sell five vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and then my mind was like, Ooh, what's happening here? Right. And, and so it was my first taste of, of, um, what a empowering mindset was like. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, uh, I love that. Like Norman Vincent Peale's book and everybody's like, well, you can't just be positive all the time, but, but you kind of, you kind of can. And, and even in bad situations, that positivity helps you deal with things in a, in a much different way. 
And and I don't think, you know, I, I call it people that are below the line of courage, right? People that are, that are victims just can't see that. They can't quite grasp how that can, you know, make such a huge transformation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll share why I got to say though, I love that phrase, Robert. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Below the line of courage and confidence. I just, that's a really good one. So, all right. So a nut, a, a nutshell of, of what I've done. So, um, so I went to school for psychology because I was riddled with anxiety and self-doubt and didn't believe in myself and always was afraid. Always mm. was afraid something was going to happen because things did happen to me. Bad things did happen to me. I had a lot of childhood trauma. And um, what I did not know is that your brain, when you go through these, what I call big T and little T traumas in life, uh, your brain creates beliefs around what it thinks it means, right? And these beliefs, your brain is doing this without your permission. It's doing it at an unconscious level. And these beliefs end up affecting us as adults. They either empower us or they hold us back. And so uh, the reason people struggle with positive thinking is because they have these underlying subconscious beliefs that are driving those fearful thoughts. And if you don't get to the unconscious beliefs, then it's like you're just cutting the top off of a weed. It just keeps growing back. And that's why people don't believe that it works. And so I just I changed the word vocabulary the vocabulary word from positive and negative to useful and unuseful. Oh, Is that's so good. Or unuseful? Yeah. If it's useful, if it's moving you forward, making you feel secure, causing you to take action so that you improve your life. It's unuseful if it's not right. It's key. If it's yeah. holding you back, keeping you below the line. As you <laughs> Love that. Brilliant. Yeah. So One I of the school- things I, I want to just clarify, because you said the brain is doing this without your permission, that's but, right. but just to clarify that the brain is doing it, to protect you. The brain is in, in survival mode most of the time. And it's, it's, its job is to protect you. And so when it's, it's telling the story or creating a story in your subconscious, it's, it's doing that out of protection. And, and of course, as a child, you have no idea what, what it's doing, but it's, its mission is, is to protect you from the evil things or help you understand the evil things in a, in a, whatever way makes sense to your brain at that age. Right. And yeah. so the, the, the brain's job is to protect you. And now we go into adulthood and we don't realize that these protections have been put into place by our brain. And those really become the limitations. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It protects us. Its main job is survival. Right. And that's why so many people are surviving, not thriving mm. because they didn't learn to take it above the line right? And move into thriving. So instead of playing to win, which is what allows you to win, most people are playing not to lose. Oh, how do I not get hurt? Yeah. How do I not get hurt? Uh, And so you're exactly right. It's survival, right? So I've had so many clients that say, well, if I make it about me, then that's a sin. You know, I'm supposed to make it about everybody else. Or if I, if I stand out and shine, then that's when people see me and that's when I get hurt. Mm. Or if I really, you know, am successful, then I lose love because people are like, well, who do you think you are? You're special now. You think you're great now because of this. And then subconsciously, we try to get rid of that success or fame or money because we feel like we're losing love mm. and connection. And so even though those beliefs form uh, as a way of protecting us, they often don't. They often right. cause the pain that we are trying to protect ourselves from. Oh, so powerful. I'm, I want to jump back to, to Carl again, just because 
Re recognizing the, the, there were two elements, right? The positivity that he was infusing in you, but, but really he was infusing a borrowed belief. He was believing in Tim before Tim believed in himself. And, yes. and I think that's a really powerful step in reprogramming our, our subconscious. 100% agree. Yeah, they say that sometimes you just need one person to believe in you so that you can believe in yourself. And that's exactly right. I love that, Robert. Mm. Yeah, Carl was believing in me because I was definitely not believing in myself. <laughs> well, and, I didn't even and, know what that meant, actually. <laughs> right. <then. laughs> so... So one of your one of your books is is just uh, uh oh is one belief right one belief right? away yeah one yeah. belief away and and that is so powerful can you can you share how that how that manifests in in someone's life how do we how do we get that one belief and we'll figure out which one's holding us back I guess is the bigger piece yeah yeah which you know sometimes there's a few beliefs that hold us back right but but, but those are opportunities those are all doors to the next breakthrough. Right. And so I say that you're one belief from away from having your next significant breakthrough because our beliefs determine what we focus on and how we feel and what actions that we take. And so if you have a belief that I'm not good enough, which is the core fear that drives all the other fears of rejection, abandonment, you know, failure, all the other fears are driven by that core foundational belief of I'm not enough. I'm not good enough because I'm not enough. I won't be loved. Right. And so we develop all those dysfunctional strategies to try to figure out how to survive and how to get love so that we can feel safe. Uh, but the deepest one is I'm not enough. What if you switch that to I am more than enough? Mm. It completely changes. Right. I'm not lucky to I'm one of the luckiest people alive. It completely changes the information that you pay attention to, how you feel, what actions you take and then the outcomes that you get. Right. So changing just one belief going from, you know, I don't have any resources to I have lots of resourcefulness and that's all I need. Right. I'm not worthy to I'm more than I'm not loved to I'm I'm loved because I love me. Hmm. Right. The You know, I'll be rejected only if you reject yourself. The reason we're afraid of other people's uh, criticisms or disapproval is because we're disapproving of ourselves and we don't even realize it, right? When we stop focusing on how others are judging us and we focus on how we are judging ourselves, that's what changes the game. When we start judging ourselves and find ourselves worthy of love and we give ourselves what we need, we no longer have to chase it. When you chase it, it runs. When you chase money, when you chase success, when you chase happiness, it runs away. You got to draw it and attract it to you. And the way you do that, Robert, as you already know, is that you give it to yourself. You turn up the love inside of you. You give yourself everything you feel was missing when you were growing up. You kind of reparent yourself. As you oh, give yourself so the love and the safety, that's what makes it happen. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to dig into the money piece of that because when you chase money, it runs away for, for sure. So let's dig into that. This these I am statements or this power of believing in yourself. How can somebody that's in that low spot, they're in that that place where they're saying, I'm not good enough. How can yeah. they turn that around for themselves? So the fastest way is just to go through some one belief away experiences. I mean, you can transform your life in 30 minutes going through an experience like, uh, you know, with somebody who's trained to, to take you through that. That is the fastest way. It saves you the most amount of time, money and, and energy doing it that way. 
The second best approach is you try to do it by yourself, which is what most people do. It is the slower approach, but I'm going to give you a couple of tips. And I say it's the slower approach because you can't see your own blind spots, right? As you know, you can't see the label when you're in the bottle. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and so that's why you need other people. That's why they need you and they need your program. And they need what you offer because they're not going to be able to recognize their own blind spots. You will. You'll be able to you know, notice it in five minutes and it'll take them five years. So the reason you pay for a coach and someone like you is because you shorten time frames. If I can get done in an hour, what might take me, you know, a year trying to do it by myself, it's a no brainer. Okay. So, but here's some tools that you can use on your own. Um, three steps. One, you take a power breath. You breathe in through your nose while you look up towards the ceiling or up towards the sky. You breathe in through your nose, down to your belly, down to the bottom of your lungs. And then you slowly exhale. You do that five times in a row. I call it power breathing. It activates your relaxation response, your body's natural ability to feel more calm and at ease. It kind of slows you down and it turns off the fight or flight response that is what causes people to feel the stress, the anxiety, the anger, the pressure, right? And so this starts to slow you back down so you can do step two. Step two is you ask yourself a power question. And the power question is, what do I wanna believe instead, right? Your mind works like a GPS. If you don't tell it what you want, it can't take you there. Most people are spending most of their time focused on what they don't want, what they're trying to get away from, what they're afraid of, and what's happened in the past. That's like me saying, hey, GPS, I don't want to go to the post office and I don't want to go to the grocery store. <laughs> well, that's exactly where it's going to take you because that's what you're focused on. Okay. And people are like, well, I'm not, I don't know what I want or I'm not, why say it? Because it's not going to happen anyway. Well, if you don't speak with the future in your voice, there's no possible way for your mind to take you to that destination. So you have to start getting clear on what do you actually want? Quick story. Woman comes in. She says, I want to stop procrastinating. I said, great. What do you want? She says, well, I want to stop putting things off. Outstanding. All right. Well, well, if you weren't putting things off, what would happen then? Well, I wouldn't be so disorganized. And I'm like, all your mind hears is procrastinate, you know, putting things off, disorganized. And so that's what your experience is. You have to focus on what you do want. I said, so what do you want? What's the ultimate outcome? And she says, to stop procrastinating. <laughs> okay. It's so, harder It's harder than most people think. And it's more normal than, than most people think. One of the biggest challenges for, for business owners, entrepreneurs especially, is they've started their business doing a thing. And they didn't have a plan for what they really wanted. And so now they're stuck doing the thing and, and there's no plan. Right. And like you said, it's like telling the GPS, I don't want to go anywhere, but take me somewhere. Right. And that's right. And that's exactly where you end up. And yeah. so helping people understand the power of having a plan, the power of knowing what you want is, is so the reason that this is so powerful is because so few people do it and the brain is begging for it. <laughs> the yeah. brain wants you to do it. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. hundred percent right. Common sense is no longer common. People just don't know what they don't know. When I took these tools out of my coaching practice and into corporate America, people just would use the tools. They just didn't have them. Like they didn't have the words. They literally wouldn't even know what to say. And so that's why we're both out here educating, educating, educating all the time. In fact, that's the secret to making money. If you want to make money, you've got to think of yourself not as a coach or a consultant, but as an educator and as a digital marketing educator, because when you're out there educating people, that's what draws attention. 
People have this love-hate relationship with marketing, but marketing is simply a love letter to your ideal client, letting them you know that you know where they're at, how they're feeling, because you've been there too, and you found a way to get them to more pleasure and peace. And that's all it is. And then use educational marketing to create more attraction. And then when you build more attraction, you have more clients, you have more money, and then you're able to extend your reach by putting money into advertising so that more people see your educational resources. That's the secret to making money. And it seems really simple, but it took me 30 years to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I appreciate the fact that you're teaching others so that they can have the shortcut, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what we do, right? I, my mission is to end needless emotional suffering. We're all going to oh. have pain. There's no getting rid of it. Mm. But so much of the suffering that I have and that the tens of thousands of people that I've worked with over the years, so much of it is needless. It's self-imposed and we don't know it. It's not even self-imposed. It's just that when your mind is running, if your computer brain has malware in it, if it has these mind viruses in there, messing it up and holding you back, that's not your fault. But what we do have to do is own it and recognize that they're there and we've got to clear it out so that you can do what you were born to do. When you get the mind viruses out, the programs can run and do amazing things. But we have to get rid of the, the mind viruses that are there and they are there. And oh, so I figured out how absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely are there. And, and they, I mean, obviously our culture has normalized it, right? We've got this, this whole social media scheme of here's an opportunity to share all your garbage and tell everybody that, and everybody writes back saying, Oh, I feel so bad for you. Oh, whoa, you, and you get the attention that you want <laughs> that just continues yeah. the negative cycle. Yeah. We, yeah. We or people give with... great advice, but you don't take it because you have beliefs inside that are making you feel like it won't work anyway and you're not worthy or someone's just trying to uh, take advantage of you. Oh. And that's the part that people don't know. We see all this resistance and all this self-pity, but what's underneath it are these beliefs that I'm not good enough or I'm not even worthy of being able to figure this out. I had a client named Kathleen. She was near 300 pounds. She came to me for weight loss because I I went to school for psychology, but I had an experience with a hypnotist that changed my life. Within a couple of minutes, that knot in my stomach that I carried around, that anxiety disappeared for a little while when I got hypnotized. I'm like, what the heck is this? Nice. Right. And so, so I got really into the hypnosis, which was really just understanding your unconscious mind and the beliefs and all this stuff we're talking about. And the hypnosis is just brain science. It's a way of getting directly to those beliefs and upgrading them quickly. And so I became a hypnotist and spent the next 30 years uh, learning everything I could about how to upgrade your unconscious programming. And I found that that's what creates miraculous breakthroughs consistently, you know, with almost everybody, regardless of what they're going through. And so, uh, so Kathleen, she comes in and she's like, I can't lose weight. It's impossible. I've done mm. everything for years. Can you just make me a happy fat person? Oh, and then she gosh. started crying, right? And of course, you know, you both, you and me both know that's not what she wanted, but that's what she was settling for because in her mind, there was no hope. And that's what so many people online are dealing with because they're told, you know, take these pills and that'll change you or talk about your problems and that'll change you. And neither one of those approaches work. Neither right. one of those approaches upgrade beliefs. So I upgraded her beliefs, got her to go from I'm not worthy of love. She had a bad relationship with her dad. So she had a belief in her mind that if dad doesn't love me, then I'm not worthy of being loved. 
So how can I possibly take care of myself if I'm not worthy of love? So she would lose weight and then that belief would kick in and cause her to gain all the weight back because she wasn't worthy. And so that's the baseline for her. We upgraded the belief. I didn't tell her to eat salads. I upgraded the belief around self-love and she lost 144 pounds in nine months. And nice. she's kept it off for the last seven years. We will be right back after this short break. Are you an entrepreneur who started their business with purpose and passion only to lose sight of it amidst the daily grind? We understand how frustrating that can be. That's why we're offering free strategy calls to help you gain clarity on the barriers holding you back from achieving your dreams. In just 30 minutes, our experienced coaches will work with you to identify obstacles and develop strategies for overcoming them. There's no commitment or pressure, just a chance to get some assistance and clarity you need. Scheduling is easy. Simply visit smilingcall.com and select a time that works for you. Let's jump on a call and build your business together. It's time for you to add value and achieve your full potential as an entrepreneur. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Yeah, so so powerful because I think so many people are caught in cycles of trying to control things that they can't control or change things that are unchangeable. Like mm -hmm. you talked about the traumas, traumas happen and, and terrible, terrible traumas and including grief, like when loved ones pass, but you mm -hmm. cannot, no matter how much you think about it or how sad you get about it, you can never undo those things. And people spend so much time trying to change something that can't change. And, yeah. and instead of focusing on the things that they can change, <laughs> Yeah. which is the story they tell themselves about what happened and, and the, the belief that that story creates. Yes, that's right. That's right. They believe that, uh, you know, it, it's never going to change. And if you have that belief, then that's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy that you just keep in play, even though you're not doing it consciously. So much of this is an unconscious process. And so absolutely. Yeah, I, when you find out, you're like, what the blazes was I doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> why yeah. Is my brain working against me. That's not even like, that's not even fair. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. Well, that's why we're out here educating, right? That's why you have this show to be able to educate people and help them understand this because otherwise they would never know. You know, it's so good what you're doing, Robert, because you don't know what you don't know and you can't fix what you're unaware of. Oh, and so you've got to have this awareness and, and uh, that's the first step. It's not the only step, but so, it's the first step. So let's talk about hypnosis, because obviously there's two camps. Well, maybe there's three. The, <laughs> the the first one is the the Las Vegas magic show that makes you dance with a mop and and, yes. and do weird things that you don't want to do. Yes. And that leads to the idea that that hypnosis is this woo woo witchcraft stuff that they're going to manipulate your brain and they're going to they're going to, you know, reprogram you like an alien invasion <laughs> help, help us understand what hypnosis really is and why why it's so powerful but yet not manipulation yes so it depends on how you're using it like with anything else right with anything else uh surgeons can be uh lifesavers or serial killers <laughs> right when they start cutting people open and so it depends on how you use the scalpel and so uh, your mind is the same way. It can be used to uh, empower you. It can be used to entertain you, or it can be used to, you know, make your life pretty bad. And so it just depends on how it's being used. 
So I was in the camp of, oh, that's a bunch of BS. You're not going to make me act, cluck like a chicken and all that stuff as well. And so when I volunteered, uh, and you know, it was at, it was in my second year of, of, um, you know, working on my bachelor's degree in clinical psychology and, uh, it was a counseling processes class and they were having guest speakers come in and this hypnotist asked for a volunteer. And I thought I'll make everybody laugh and be silly. And so, but he was using it in a way to help me feel really calm, really fast, and then to build my confidence up. Right. And so, um, because hypnotists are taught how your brain works, how your unconscious mind works and how to use that to influence you. The stage hypnosis shows where people are running around on stage are kind of fascinating because one, you're looking for people who go into that suggestible state really quick. Two, they're all volunteers. They all know this, what's supposed to happen. They're, so they're all volunteering and being goofy. What's really amazing are the ones that weren't expecting it to work and then they get to be the star, right? And what's cool about that is what if you could get rid of your inhibitions? What if you could get rid of that fear of others rejecting you? What could you do, right? So people are like, oh, you're not getting in my head. You want me in your head. If you like money and success and happiness and inner peace and better health and happier relationships, you want me in your head, right? Well, you you mentioned, so, I just want to bring up because you mentioned surgeons can be, can be lifesavers or serial killers. But mm -hmm. but the truth is the majority, 99.99% of surgeons are lifesavers, right? I mean, we, we haven't had very many surgeons get arrested and accused of, of of murder in the history of you know modern medicine. And so I think the majority of hypnotists <laughs> are in that same camp. And I and I want to yeah. make sure we paint that picture that the majority of people that have studied hypnosis and NLP are are practicing this because they want to help people. Yes, they've had pain and they're trying to take their pain and channel it into purpose, right? And that's what you do when you have trauma too, when things are not fair. You know, I had two moms that came in and both of their 15-year-old sons committed suicide at the same Ooh. time. Ouch. And the moms are sitting in front of me crying and how am I supposed to help them, right? Hmm. And so, but I figured out a way to give them some peace. So that's what you do. You take your mess and you turn it into a message. And that's what we all do as coaches and healers and and uh, consultants, right? And so we're trying to help people find more peace in life. Mm. And then when you have, find more peace, then you end up becoming more profitable as well because you make better choices. And so, um, uh, so you're right. When people get into hypnosis, it's because they care and because they want to help. Now, there are a lot of hypnotists that are stage hypnotists that are just like magicians. You know, they just are putting on a show. And they're, it's not that they're hypnotizing people. They're just really good at knowing how to get people to do things very quickly. Right. And the people getting on stage know the drill. This is what they're supposed to do. And so they do it. And then the more goofy they act, the more applause they get, the more positive reinforcement. Right. So there's a lot of elements. It's not just that you're hypnotizing someone and making them do whatever, because that's not accurate. Okay. <laughs> However, you can use the power of suggestion because ultimately that's what this is. The power of suggestion to get people to do things they never thought they could. Hypnosis first started out as a way of helping people through medicine. It was a way of helping people to get rid of what they called hysteria at the time, which would be like anxiety and depression. Now they were doing a lot of um, procedures back then using hypnosis. Uh, there was hypnosis. They called it mesmerism and um, chemical anesthesia. Those were the two ways of helping people manage pain back in the day, a couple hundred years ago. And then uh, the chemical anesthesia, you know, it was easier to test and there was uh, more money behind the lobbyists. And so they won. And now that's what we have. Right. But mesmerism was right there. It was the alternative. 
they're using on the battlefield and just showing people how to use the power of their mind, you know, uh, mind over matter. Uh, it's pretty incredible how the mind works. So when I learned that 35 years ago, uh, 33 years ago, I, I got my first hypnosis certification. Um, what it helped me to figure out is that you're in control. You know what's going on. This is a do with process, not a do to process. You're alert and awake the whole time. And what you're doing is you're just getting relaxed. And then you're basically just finding the beliefs that are driving the behavior and upgrading them. Instead of how I was taught, which was psychotherapy originally, and it might take me a year, five years, 10 years using free association and just listening and all that other stuff. Instead of it taking a year or 10 years, I could get it done in 30 minutes because hypnosis allows you to go right to the part. They call it hypnotic regression, right to the belief. And then you can upgrade the belief and change how you're experiencing that um, traumatic event. There's so many ways that you can shift how you experience it, but ultimately upgrading what you think it means about you, about the world around you. That is the secret. That is the key, right? Not just changing how you experience the situation, but upgrading the belief that was formed. When you upgrade the belief, it, it transforms how people think and feel. And then of course that's step one. Step two is then you release the toxic negative emotions. Now, no emotions are toxic unless you get stuck in them, right? Hurt, anger, rage, guilt, shame, you know? And so we can release those emotions um, in session two. Is, that's what I do. And that gives people an incredible feeling of peace inside that puts a lot of the trauma that they had in the past to rest, which can be incredibly liberating for, for most anybody that goes through that experience. And then you start to build them up with their mindset and teach them how to use their mind and how to communicate with themselves in a new way and use power breathing and power questions and and a whole bunch of other tools and strategies that uh, were developed in uh, hypnosis or neurolinguistic programming that are just extraordinary. And, uh, you know, it's like the special forces of transformation compared to uh, what most people experience, which is more kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and really, I think because we've had a rise in spirituality and a rise in um, alternative, I think people are are more open to alternatives, especially when they learn that these alternatives not only work faster, <laughs> they 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 eliminate you know so many of the chemical <laughs> issues that are you know come from antidepressants and you know, self-medicating for most people that are in yeah. these situations, right? That's right. That's so, right. So this is really empowering the brain to undo some of its protections and, and really create a new story and a new, um, a new self-image. Well, that's right. And it's a new way of protecting yourself, right? I always say that if you're going to let go of one thing, you got to grab onto something else. If you're going to pull a weed, plant a flower. If you're going to let go of the life jacket, make sure that someone shows up in a boat. <laughs> so you put them in the boat. So it's an upgraded, more mature, more emotionally intelligent way of protecting yourself. And you're choosing it as an adult instead of choosing it as a five-year-old. I mean, do you really want a five or an eight-year-old running your finances, your love life, how you take care of yourself, your self-esteem? Well, no, of course not. But that's exactly how it is. And, and so I know, we, I know people are listening going, my five-year-old self isn't in charge of this, 
but they're, but they, they don't know, right. They don't know it. They don't know. They don't know that that's the belief that's holding them back from, from making the money. One of, one of my clients, um, her father was a very successful entrepreneur and ran, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, but her mother had always said, you need to marry a man like your father, that she wasn't capable of being a business owner like her father. And it's, and it took her years to figure out that that was, she, she'd get successful and then she'd, she'd lose it. She'd, she'd fail. And, and it, it really boiled down to that one statement her mother had made. Yeah. And you have to change that story. You have to change. And, and of course now she's got 30 years of history, that story being, you know, playing around in her head. But once you release it and you replace it with an upgrade, she can, she simply now believes that I'm as good of an entrepreneur as my father was and it changes mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, that's beautiful, Robert. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It changes everything. And so people, again, people don't know what they don't know. And I didn't know <laughs> that's this the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> well, that's why know. we keep telling stories, right? That's why we keep educating and telling stories and, and helping people to recognize this. Um, you know, what people think of as new age, new age is modern medicine, you know, yeah, these ideas exactly. of upgrading beliefs and taking care of yourself and spiritual growth that's been around for thousands of years. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, in our cultures, our cultures really shifted to believing that we need a pill, that, uh, that a pill is the quick solution that, that, yeah. that, and, and the doctors have just gone along with it. Right. And I, I get it. Right. The doctor wants to help people. And if the pill helps people feel better, then then that's the quick, you know, that's the quick thing. But in many cases, and, and we can look at this politically or, you know, in medicine or lots of places, the shortcut doesn't treating the symptom doesn't get to cause. And, and our culture has gotten to this place where all we're focused on are the symptoms. Just take the symptom away and I'll be, I'll be okay. Right. But yeah. you and I both know in our physical health, that doesn't help. And it certainly doesn't help in our mental health. And we've no. got a mental health crisis happening in this country because nobody's trying to help people deal with the cause That's right. rather than we're just treating symptoms and, yeah. and we're not solving problems. We're kicking the can down the road and, and have a whole plethora of people who still have these same problems in their beliefs, yeah. making yeah. them miserable. Yeah. Well, we are doing something about it. <laughs> yes, right? we are. We are doing something about it. And we're out there educating every way that we possibly can. And it's one of the reasons why I'm building my army of One Belief Away practitioners, because you got to have a whole bunch of people who are united saying the same things, creating a grassroots movement to create transformation, right? And so um, one of the groups of people that I enjoy working with a lot are veterans and freeing them from the PTSD of um, active duty, right? And being in wartime situations and what it does to them. And so uh, the VA is not going to be able to help them. They just haven't. They've had decades and they just have not been able to produce the results. And so, but you take veterans, you put them through our program and it's extraordinary how they get their life back and what they start to do. And a lot of them end up wanting to uh, become, you know, a one belief away practitioner <laughs> because it changed their life so much. They're like, oh my gosh, I could share this with my friends, you know, my family, all the people that I know, the associations that I'm in. Uh, it's so good. And so we are out there making this happen. And you're right. It's a kind of a David and Goliath because there's giant corporations. Pharmaceuticals is the wealthiest 
uh, industry in the world. And so they are, uh, they have a lot of power and they're using uh, all kinds of apps and, and cheap ways to get people on their drugs and get them on drugs that hook them. And then they have a hard time getting off of them. And so uh, it is a giant mess, but that's all right. We're doing something about it. You know, one person at a time, one belief at a time and uh, one show at a time like this one. So I really am. Um, I love that uh, this is a, a business program and yet you are talking so much about beliefs. That's just huge. I, I love that, Robert. So great job. Well, thank you, Tim, because the, the reality is their beliefs impact their business. hundred <laughs> percent. Whether they want to hear it or not. <laughs> I know. So I do these, you know, I do these practice accelerator and practice amplifier programs. Right. And uh, we can give your listeners a free ticket to one of those if, if you'd like. But That'd be that, fantastic. Um, yeah. So what we do is we talk about mindset, skill set and marketing set. Right. Because you need all three pillars to be successful in business. You got to have a strong mindset, which is number one, more than the other two. Although most people think it's the marketing that they're missing. Right. Then you got to have the skills. You got to be great at what you do. You can't just be good. You got to be great. And then the third one is your marketing. How good are you at, at, at marketing, educating, and then building automated systems? So you don't have to work seven days a, a week, you know, 15 hour days. Because I'm my own boss now. I'm going to have all this freedom. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> so, that's the majority of majority of my clients are, are business owners who started their business with that exact thought. My business yeah. is going to lead to freedom. And, and they become a slave to their business. Their business yeah, actually owns them. Yeah, now they're chained to their laptop. Yes. Because, yes. because they got caught in the in a cycle that, that well, really, it's they didn't have that GPS. They didn't know what they really wanted. <laughs> they wanted the freedom, but they didn't know right. what that meant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So again, you know, it's funny. We go in because we want certain things and then we sacrifice all this. We sacrifice all our freedom so that we can have freedom. <laughs> you well, know, there's... We've, we've, we know many in our culture who have sacrificed their families for money and yet they would tell you that their family was more important and, and yet their yeah. behavior re reflected that it wasn't. And so yeah. we, we certainly, so, intentionality is so powerful in, in all of this, right? And so the I, I've worked are, with, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just, there's, there's certain people that, uh, or there's many people that I've worked with that were in that situation that chose the money over the family. And we're always like, you bastards, right? They're awful, you, you terrible intentions. But it turned out when I started digging around in their unconscious mind, it was because of their beliefs. Their desire oh, to feel safe overruled everything else. Mm, family, absolutely. wife, children, family time. The desire to feel safe. The desire to prove that they matter in this world and that they're not just a piece of crap, yeah. right? That is what drives a lot of people into workaholics. Mm. You know, that feeling that I, if I stop, I'm going to run out. I'm going to run out of time. I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to run out of resources. I'm going to run out of hope. I'm going to run out of love. And so that constant anxiety, the guilt that you feel if you stop working to go watch a movie with your family, mm. and then we feel guilt because you know you need to get that next thing done, is being driven by those deep beliefs of not feeling safe and not feeling enough. And so when I started working on that, that's when I saw those captains of industry transform how they, like I had one guy that he never had family pictures in his office, you know, CEO of a company. And then we started working together. And one of my happiest moments was when I walked into his office for a meeting and he had pictures of his wife and his kids on the desk. Nice. That was a huge, huge. And then their entire culture of that business changed. And even in the pandemic, they made tons of money 
because they changed the culture and it started with the with the leader. Absolutely. All right, Tim, how can people find you? You know, the best way is we'll give them a free ticket to um, my practice accelerator program. So if you go to uh, um, www.practiceamplifier.com forward slash WWN, and that stands for what's working now. <laughs> so so www.practiceamplifier.com forward slash WWN, what's working now. And Perfect. you'll get ticket to my upcoming event and uh it's it's awesome it helps you to upgrade your beliefs around i'm not a coach i'm not a consultant i'm an educational marketer you have to think of yourself that way in order to keep yourself out there and keep yourself going and then we get rid of the beliefs that are um, holding people back and then i show you the marketing techniques that allowed me to run a six and seven figure coaching practice for 19 years straight and then of course one of my secrets is that i always hire the best coaches and so my coach has made like $50 million in the last five years with what she's doing. And so everything I learned from her, I give to, to my people as well, because givers gain. And so, um, so I'd love to see everybody at that event. And Absolutely. the next thing you can do is make sure you subscribe to Robert's podcast and then share it with five of your friends and put it on your Facebook page, this interview, because you want others to see you as a giver as well. So when you're like, hey, I listen to this amazing conversation, it hits you in the heart and it's also going to make you money. And then everybody go and subscribe to Robert's business mindset coaching program. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Appreciate that. All right. We end every episode with a guest sharing their words of wisdom. What would you share? I would share that you are already enough, that you have greatness inside of you, and you are just one belief away from having that breakthrough that you most want. Remember, your biggest breakthroughs are hiding in the places you don't want to go. So wherever you're resisting, where I resist, I must persist. And that is going to open the door to your happiness and financial freedom. Tim, thank you so much for sharing today. I really appreciate your wisdom and your desire to give. Thank you, Robert. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this episode brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. Those aren't just buzzwords. They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful business. To support you on this journey, we're offering you our most popular survey to help you establish a baseline. Visit enjoybizlife.com to check it out and take the first steps towards changing your life and business. We often make things more complicated than they need to be, losing sight of what's truly important. This tool will help you refocus on what matters most so that you can start doing the things you've always wanted to do, like spending quality time with loved ones. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, or leaving a review, but most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, Jack Rand and Robert talk about sales training and transitioning to coaching sales. Ultimately, it's all about mindset, how you think about the thing and the story you tell yourself. Jack helps business owners and sales professionals think differently.